This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Tuesday, August 25th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Brad Johnson. Brad, how are you doing this morning? I'm good, how about you? I'm doing alright. Doing alright. We got a, a big full slate of games going on oh, yeah. today, on Tuesday. Um, all evening games, which, once again, it's kind of helpful in terms of uh, picking out picks, because they're all at the same time, don't have to worry about splitting them up. But uh, this day didn't seem as overwhelming as I thought it was going to be when I first looked at it. No, and I think when I went through pitchers, I came up with a lot more names than I usually do, and mm-hmm. that's one of the factors, I think, uh, you, anytime you have... I have nine guys that I think are startable. Actually, ten. Ten guys mm-hmm. who I think are startable, which means I'm not picking against them too much, probably, uh, since yeah. I do think they'll pitch well. Yeah. Uh, so, a, a bit of a pitching day, but given we have so many games to pick from, it's not like there aren't any options. So. No, there's still plenty of hitters, and it uh, doesn't look like it'll rain in any places, so uh should be a full 15-game slate tonight. All right, well, as usual, we start at catcher. Brad, what did you see uh, for catchers on Tuesday? I pulled together eight names. I don't feel too strongly about any of them, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, I, actually, when you're getting down to value, talent, and matchup, I probably like Hank Conger the most against Ivan Nova. Uh, okay. Game's at uh, Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Uh, Conger's very good against right-handed pitching. You got that right-field portion play. Uh, just I like that scenario pretty well for him. Uh, he is strikeout-prone. uh can always just throw in a three or four strikeout game without doing anything for you. So there's risk and reward there. Mm-hmm. Matt and I talked about Dallas Keuchel against Ivanova on. We recorded on Sunday. Thought that game was going to be on Monday. Uh, those starters ended up pitching. They're going to pitch on on Tuesday, uh, and we liked uh, Conger or Castro, kind of depending yeah. on who gets in the game. Um, they've been kind of sharing time, and it's unclear who it's going to be. But they're both uh, both good options there. Probably. Um, Yankee Stadium's just friendly, and Ivan Nova's peripherals suggest that uh, he's he's exploitable within reason. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. He'll, he'll give up some runs. Yeah. He's, he's, he's not too prone to meltdowns, but uh, yeah. not going to really dominate an opponent either. Yeah. I feel like in a vacuum, the most popular catcher pick will be Kyle Schwarber and Matt Cain. Even yeah. though that's in San Francisco, but you're going to pay a lot for that. He's pretty quickly become a, a top priced catcher. And, and FanDuel has adjusted. He's now an outfielder for them. So, oh, okay. Uh, down yeah. to just DraftKings with that too. Yeah, that'll uh, that makes it you know not not quite as uh, as nice. Um, but if you, you know you can find him and use him as a catcher, that's helpful there. But it's going to cost you for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, do you like Travis Darnell going to Philadelphia after the Mets blew up for about seventeen million runs on Monday? Yeah, uh, the Mets are running a little hot. Uh, first was against the Rockies, and that wasn't too surprising. It was the Rockies mm-hmm. uh, at Coors Field. Uh, yesterday uh, against uh, Adam Morgan, also not too surprising that they just rolled over him. He's not what I would consider a major league pitcher at this point, more of mm-hmm. a uh, spot starter. Yeah. And same might apply to Jerome Williams, so uh, could continue with Travis Darnot tonight. Yeah, it's not like Jerome Williams. I mean, he's right-handed, you know, instead yeah. of left-handed, but it doesn't matter. And not only is the Phillies bullpen still bad, but 
It's not like Monday helped. So no, they're they're going to be worn out today. Uh, not too many guys they can turn to aside from some of their better pitchers. Yeah, I don't think you can expect anything like Monday. But that said, uh, they are hot, and Travis Darno is capable. And so, if you believe in a Mets stack, I don't think you're crazy. Like, go find. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think some of these Blue Jays going to Texas are going to be popular. <laughs> um, Derek Holland's left-handed, which is bad news when you face Toronto. And he's okay, he has talent, but he hasn't been back very long. And so uh, Russell Martin uh, is where you could start that stack. He's actually openly playing Hurt, though. The, right. uh, the Blue Jays have talked about out. that. Yeah. Um, it's more like a on-the-base pass problem, probably. But, you know, it's his legs, I think, hamstring or something. You still don't love that for a pick, I would say, right? No, uh, anytime you have a, a leg issue with a hitter, it's a little concerning, even if it's uh, it's his left hamstring, so it's going to be his front leg. Uh, you, you don't get into that too much when you're swinging, but it, you still need it to drive the baseball. Uh, you still uh, generate a lot of that torque with the lower half, so... Mm. That's a concern. Uh, I think I'm probably saying way from Russell Martin at this point. I had been uh, guardedly recommending him uh, wherever I could just because his price has been falling, but now mm -hmm. I see there's an actual reason. Yeah. If you want to go with him, I don't think you're crazy. I don't think it's an absolute stay away, but it's hard to confidently recommend. Um, how about Matt Wieters getting Danny Duffy? Do you like that? Yeah, I don't mind it. Uh, Wieters... Strange season for him. Uh, elevated strikeout rate. Uh, Park is going to Kauffman Stadium. Obviously not a good play for power today. I, I think there's better options out there, especially if you're looking for uh, something like a bargain. Uh, I think John Jaso costs less than Weeders. He's up against Irvin Santana. I definitely mm -hmm. like that matchup more. That's a good pick. Uh, that's one of those matchups. I'm always looking for you know left-handers uh, on the Rays to hit righties when I see things like a good matchup like that. And I always forget about John Jay, so that's a good option. Uh, I like that. Um, the last one I had written down is Josh Fegley getting Mike Montgomery. Uh, when the A's go up against a, a lefty, Josh Fegley often gets in behind the plate. And he's pretty capable, and, you know, Mike Montgomery's kind of run out of gas. And mm -hmm. so uh, I like Fegley there. Matt and I like to bring him up when he's an option. Um, who else did you have at catcher? That's that's my list. Uh, there's Wellington Castillo, who'll have the platoon advantage against Jaime Garcia. Yeah. Uh, not a not a great matchup in terms of uh, a pitcher, even though Castillo slams lefty pitchers. Uh, Garcia's a little bit different than the average guy uh, with his crazy ground ball rates. I'm not sure how well Castillo really matches up against him, but yeah. the game is in Arizona. There's plenty of opportunity for a home run. Yeah. And he's running hot. Yeah, because Garcia's been just on fire this year, though. Yeah. Another one of those crazy Cardinals pitchers that just doesn't allow runs. <laughs> yeah. Garcia's an interesting story just because of his track record with the DL. Uh, usually when you see guys like that, they'll bounce back a few times, and then you know, the injuries start to add up, and you start to see their actual talent uh, sapped. Yeah. Uh, but so far, Garcia's, you know, when he's on the field, he pitches well. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so that's an option. Do you have any other catchers? Yeah, I'll just name three more real quick. Uh, Francisco Cervelli against Brad Hand. Sure. Uh, nice high floor, low ceiling pick. Uh, sure. Nick Hundley against Mike Fultonevich. Uh, no platoon advantage there, but righties are still hitting something like a 3 
sixty or three seventy Woba against him. Yeah. Uh doing plenty well. <laughs> Fulton Avich has been bad. Yeah. And then Jonathan Lucroy against Josh Tomlin, uh Homer prone pitcher. Okay. Yeah, I could see that for sure. I don't have a problem with that. Um all right, where do you go at first base? I have six high quality names and then uh two guys who are, I look at more as bargain type plays. Um, okay. Really, I'm grouping Adam Lind against Tomlin as part of those bargains, but he's he's up there in terms of his uh, expectations today. Uh, the price is pretty reasonable on both sites, and that's why I'm looking at him more as a, a semi-bargain. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the top end, uh, you got Paul Goldschmidt against Garcia. I'm yeah. not sure I'm going to pay the price for him today. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a weird matchup. But... Yeah, it is. It's... It's a hard one to get a, get a handle on. Yeah. Uh, guy would pay for him. Miguel Cabrera against Jared Weaver. Great matchup for Mickey. Uh, likes fly ball pitchers. Weaver's a calling calling him right-handed Jamie Moyer these days. Yeah. Uh, kind of just uh, works on uh, Wiles alone, and uh, you know he'll, he'll run into trouble every once in a while. Yeah. The Tigers should give him a, a hard matchup. Velocity just keeps going down more and more and you're like all right like how how slow can jared weaver throw and still get guys out <laughs> uh yeah no i like that for miggy especially the the fly ball thing and just playing being pretty good um who else you got uh i like jose bray against wade miley uh, miley's been pitching a little bit better lately uh, not so much that i'd avoid targeting him with top right-handed sluggers like abreu though mm-hmm. and that game is in chicago so good hitters park for him yeah, yeah, I like that. I have that written down. And Abreu's just playing been good. You know, he, he's some people are disappointed with him this year because he's not doing what he did last year. But it's not like he's been bad. You know, he's been just fine, um, and he's been heating up a little bit recently. Yeah, um, it would like, help if the supporting cast was a little bit better. Yeah, that would make a difference for sure. Do you like uh, Freddie Freeman against Chad Bettis? Yeah, it's one I don't mind. I didn't write it down personally, but you can go for that. And mm-hmm. the reason I I haven't really used Freeman at all this year is because I don't really get into Brave stacks at all. Yeah. And I usually try to build some sort of stack, at least two players, when I'm picking a big guy like Freeman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like my uh, high-quality, high-priced guys to uh, have multiple ways to provide value. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Just picking against the Rockies feels like yeah, picking against it, the Phillies kind of right it now. It seems viable, yeah. It yeah. should work. Um, how about, uh, this would be a deeper one, but Mike Napoli could get into the game against Mark Burley. And Mike Napoli's had a real bad year, but about the only thing he's been able to do is hit lefties. Um, I could see that being okay. I'm certainly not yeah. excited about that, though. And he's going to have to spell Mitch Moreland or Prince Fielder. And I think it's capable against the lefty. Probably Mitch Moreland. But um, I don't know. It's one of those things where I don't like to go cheap at first base, typically. At least not that cheap. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a tough position to try and get sneaky. But um, I don't know. There's a world where you could pick Mike Napoli. I don't think he would be crazy if he gets into the lineup. Yeah. Um, Much more probably it's going to be the opposite of that matchup. Edwin Encarnacion getting Derek Holland. Oh, yeah. yeah. You okay with that? <laughs> Very much so. Uh, should be one of the top first base plays today. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah. he's just hitting really well right now, and he he's a little bit of a streaky hitter. Uh, he's shown us over his career, and he's in one of those good runs. Yeah, and he, 
he's been a little hurt before and it's clearly that's okay and i agree that he's streaky and some people are kind of you know disappointed with his season this year which is fine but he's gonna try and make up for it it looks like down the stretch and uh it's gonna be a big matchup for him um do you like eric hosmer getting miguel gonzalez yeah that was one that i looked at and the matchup's fine i decided that there were better plays around the same price point uh, i think uh Anthony Rizzo and uh, Albert Pujols are both uh, have slightly better matchups, uh, mm-hmm. similar price tags to Hosmer. Uh, Adam Lind is you know in the same boat. I prefer his matchup to uh, Hosmer's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I also the, had uh, I had Rizzo down as well. Yeah. All right. the, the main my main issue with Hosmer uh, just not a ton of power, and when you're at Kansas City, it kind of saps it even more. Yeah, uh, if this game was at Baltimore. I'd be all over him. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, all right, who else you got? Uh, one bargain pick I, I think that you could go for if you don't want to pick one of the top guys, and I would recommend picking a top guy, uh, but Ben Paulson against Mike fulton uh, Yeah, I like that. Lefty um, on him, uh, just not a good pitcher. No. Not, I, there's talent there. He has good stuff, but he has not shown that he can get guys out in the major leagues, and uh, especially left-handers have been particularly tough on him so and, and speaking of the talent i i play around with the saber sim uh, calculations in the morning as uh, part of my daily grind column and fulton image is actually way up there in the uh, rankings today uh was fifth when i was looking earlier they tinker all day right now he's sixth uh and he's ahead of guys like james shield jesse chavez robbie ray uh, players i really wouldn't put him ahead of honestly mm-hmm. and uh a lot of it's based on a normal home run rate, and he's kind of shown a, a twice a normal home run rate. So right. we'll see how it goes. Yeah, and he gets the Rockies on the road, which is always at least a little bit intriguing. Mm-hmm. There is a possibility that they just fall on their face because uh, they're hitting in Atlanta, but it's risky because there's also the yeah. possibility they click like the Rockies lineup can. So there's a lot of downside uh, with Fulton Evich if you're not careful. Um, anybody else you like at first base? I think that about covers everything. Yeah. How about a second base for you? What were you thinking? Uh, second base was a little more shallow to me. Uh, there's certainly a lot of top-end names that you can use. Uh, nothing wrong with their matchups, just not really exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the guy who kind of stood out to me uh, among the best second basemen, uh, Jason Kipnis against Willie Peralta. Uh Games in Cleveland, uh, good park for lefty power. Kipnis is, you know, good solid player. Yeah, absolutely. Should be just fine. Uh, it's nice Sunday's back to have another bat to pick in the Cleveland lineup because it's been thin for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, do you like, again, going to the Mets, uh, Daniel Murphy getting Jerome Williams? That's another one that, uh, falls into that group of guys who, um, that one's more the matchup, uh, plays him up to, uh, you know, top second base territory absolutely uh, but uh solid play all around uh not really a uh, pick that i would expect a ton of points out of but it can happen yeah um i also like from the mets if he gets in the lineup and should be second base eligible to earn he plays a lot of places kelly johnson mm-hmm. um has the pop and again i'm just kind of trying to get some mets guys in that lineup after yesterday maybe it's short-sighted um, just trying to ride the hot hand, but at the same time, the Phillies are just bad, so go nuts. I don't think you're crazy. 
at all. Um, if you take Kelly Johnson, he's probably an outfielder, but he plays a lot of places. Uh, and, and yeah, he could help you out. Has the pop. Um, do you like Ian Kinsler against Jared Weaver? Yeah, I do. It's a fine matchup. Again, uh, Weaver's a little hard to form an expectation on, kind of like, uh, Mark Burley. You know that he's hittable, but not necessarily going to give up hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, that's righty on righty, but you're really just banking on, yeah. you know. Kinsler's playing well lately, too. Yeah, it'll be fine. Uh, who else you got at second base? I think second base is a nice position for bargains today. Uh, cheap end, uh, Anthony Rendon's, uh, very inexpensive for now. He's mm-hmm. been playing poorly, except lately he's uh, on a two-homer streak, mm-hmm. uh, two games in a row. Uh, matched up against James Shields, uh, not usually uh, someone you'd pick on. Uh, if last year you had seen Rendon with the prices he has now, you would take him against anybody. Uh, mm-hmm. David Price, Steven Strasburg, wh- whatever ace you want to name. Uh, at, at this price, he's viable. So if he's getting back in his stride... Uh, could be worth a gamble. Yeah, absolutely. He has talent. It's just kind of been injury problems. Mm-hmm. You would think, you know. And even if he played over his head last year, you're like, it's better than this. So, yeah. Um, I also like Kiki Hernandez a lot today. Um, mm-hmm. One of one of my favorite picks. Uh, just extremely cheap on both sites. Twenty two hundred on Fanduel. Twenty seven hundred on DraftKings. Uh, now the starting center fielder uh, yeah. is ousted, Jock Peterson. Uh, it's up against a lefty, John Lamb, at Cincinnati, one of the best parks for power. Yeah, uh, The whole situation just, uh, it's, it's excellent for him. Uh, I, great value play. I wrote him down as shortstop. That's like the dream mm-hmm. eligibility, if you can get him there. Um, but yeah, more likely to be at second base or outfield. Uh, yeah, he, he likes to hit lefties. He deserves a starting job. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm in on him wherever we can get him. If it's second base, I'm fine with that too. For yeah. Sure. And FanDuel has him at second base. DraftKings has him at second and shortstop. Yeah. And, uh, I assume probably both sites will adjust to the outfield pretty mm-hmm. soon. But for now, you get him as an infielder and that's better. Yeah. I'm, I'm in on Enrique for sure. Um, who else you got at second base? Uh, I don't mind Jonathan Scope against Danny Duffy. Mm-hmm. Uh, same warnings as I mentioned with Weeders and Hosmer. You got a ballpark that's not really great for power. Scope's a little sneaky with his power. Uh, it's a lot more uh, than you might realize at first glance. Mm-hmm. Uh, just watching him play, I can really get him a ball and leverage it out of any park. Uh, still a pretty big risk, and you got that bullpen to watch out for later. Yeah. I think there's better value plays, and we've already talked about them. <laughs> yeah, the I agree. Picking against the Royals can be such a pain, for sure. They're kind of neutralize a lot of uh, DFS options. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Robinson Cano against Jesse Chavez? I do. Uh, one of the guys that you can look at as a uh, mid-tier price guy, right. especially if you're not comfortable with going for a bargain. Yeah, he's capable. It's not exciting, but he could do fine. Um, okay, who else you got at second base? Kind of same category, DJ LeMahieu against Mike Fultonevich. Uh, just picking on him at this point. Uh, LeMahieu's kind of one of my favorite players. Uh, just I, I really like the way he sprays the ball around the field. Uh, kind mm-hmm. of a throwback uh, profile at the plate. Uh, very enjoyable to watch. Uh, a little bit of pop. Uh, good Good amount of speed. Mixes a, a lot of skills together well and in a way that uh, I find enjoyable to watch. Yeah, and it's always a good lineup in a good park. Helps a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anybody else for you? Uh, 
Oh, that about covers it. Yeah. Okay, how about third base? My list started a little shallow and then filled out a little bit. Do you have any <laughs> options you, you really like there? Yeah, I, there's plenty of guys up there today, I think. Uh, Josh Donaldson, obviously, at the top of the list. Mm-hmm. Extremely expensive. Uh, hard to put into any lineup, to be honest, from his price tag. Uh, yeah. Up against Derek Holland. Yeah. Everybody's, now that he hit, suddenly he hit 100 RBIs. And once he reached 100, I just started to see MVP, MVP, MVP popping up because he hit this arbitrary number. <laughs> and uh, I saw a good tweet. You just got to go look at Mike Trout with runners in scoring position and Josh Donaldson with runners in scoring position. And spoiler alert, Mike Trout's triple slashing much better, but it still has like 20 less RBIs. And it's just that same old rant about RBIs. I don't know. We're at Rotographs. So I don't need to give this lecture. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, if you just, if RBIs are all of a sudden making you decide your RBI, uh, your MVP vote, I don't know. I, I don't know. Preaching to the choir here, luckily. Yeah. Just why I'm glad to be here. But I, that I is something that's I do think Donaldson's a viable MVP candidate. I do. It's just the RBI are not the reason, really. Exactly. All, it, it was really like, oh, he's reached 100 RBIs, and then I just saw those tweets coming. And I was like, guys, uh, yeah, no, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be a good race uh, in the AL. I just, yeah, that's not the reason why. Um, <laughs> that said, that makes him possibly a, a DFS MVP. He's been he's been awesome. You know, in, in fantasy, there's hard to, hard to ask for more than what he's been doing. That's why he's been, you know, so expensive. Um, but he gets a lefty, and if you want to pay for it, I don't think you're crazy. It's just going to be tough. Yeah, um, especially in this era of pitchers. I think seven guys had 100 RBIs last year. Yeah. Uh, so getting there in August is pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, do you like Todd Frazier getting Alex Wood ready on lefty? Yes, I love it because of his cost. Uh, it's been driven down a lot lately. He hasn't even really been playing bad, just not hitting a ton of home runs lately. Mm-hmm. And uh, very affordable, especially on FanDuel. Uh, DraftKings is priced a little bit higher. I think it's like yeah. 4200 Yeah, a little so. bit of a homer drought, but yeah. he's talented. He's going to do fine, and yeah, he he's contributes. He's always in one ways. of the best bets for two home runs. So. Yeah. Oh, I like that a lot. Uh, so I, that's a good alternative to Donaldson. How about uh, Adrian Beltre getting Mark Burley? That's another one I like. Uh, I didn't look up the batter versus pitcher, but I suspect that Beltre might have a ton of at-bats against Burley. Yeah. Uh, so that could be interesting to take a look at, uh, see how he's done in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't usually put any weight into that, but as aside from trivia. <laughs> yeah. But uh, could be interesting, like I said. And uh, Burley's like Weaver. It's hard, hard to get a gauge on, you know, what he's going to do ahead of time uh, could be one of those days he throws eight innings, barely gets touched. Could also get knocked out in four innings. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I looked it up for you. Forty-two plate appearances. That's uh, as I thought. <laughs> no walks. Me either. I thought it would be higher up the list. That's still plenty. Uh, no walks. Two eighty-six. Two eighty-six. Four hundred five. So mm-hmm. six ninety OPS. One home yeah. run. Not he's much fine. to read into there. Like, yeah, he's gonna put the ball in play, but we already knew that. Yeah, it's gonna be fine. Um, yeah, I, I like that. I like that righty on lefty. Um, part of me's like, oh, Beltre's older now, and I'm like, yeah, but so is Burley. So <laughs> they just, as usual, not a lot to read in there. I like that just fine. Um, you can go Mike Mustakas against Miguel Gonzalez, kind of like Hosmer, but even less exciting. Really, like, could be fine, but it's a tough park for it, and it's not great. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's been a little slumpy lately. Uh, seen tweets to the effect that he's coming out of it, uh, hitting the ball more to the opposite field, which is what was helping him early in the season. Uh, so maybe he's back on track. Maybe he's still in some sort of slump. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, time will tell. Yep. Uh, I don't. I don't love it, but you're not crazy for it. No, um, it's a viable punt. Same unfavorable part, but uh, other side, Manny Machado getting Nanny Duffy, righty on lefty. You okay with that? Yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah, uh, Machado's obviously extremely talented. Uh, hard, hard to not like him on any given day, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I can see him doing okay there. It's not great. It's the park and the in the bullpen, but it could be okay. How about Kyle Seeger against Jesse Chavez? Yeah, I like that one, and he's cheap on DraftKings. I didn't look him up on FanDuel. But I assume he's cheap there too. Uh, yeah. So good bargain pick, uh, decent ceiling against a uh, mediocre pitcher. Yeah. And then uh, opposite side of that matchup, two guys. You can always go Danny Valencia or Brett Laurie when you get a lefty yeah. on the other side, and I it's like Mike Montgomery. So either of them uh, could do okay there. Uh, it's, they just they like to beat up lefties, and Mike Montgomery's not great. Also, the Mariners bullpen has gotten horrendous in a hurry, and uh, you know. Even DFAing Fernando Rodney, I went to go look at closer options, and it is a mess beyond Carson Smith, you know, and he's not Tom, pitching well either. And Tom Wilhelmson, and then you very quickly get into like really bad territory. I've just yeah, and it's a bit surprising. Entering the season, they look to have mm-hmm. arguably the best bullpen in the league, uh, yeah. right up there with the uh, Royals. Less proven, obviously, but. Uh, Still a lot of guys with excellent pitch effects peripherals. Uh, should have been, like, we knew Rodney was risky, uh, but the guys behind him should have, at least some of them should have stepped forward and done well. Yeah. So, uh, a bit baffling. Yeah, they've traded a bunch of guys, have a bunch of them that are hurt. So all of a sudden, Seattle's a bullpen you can pick on a little bit. So if you're going uh, Brett Laurie or Danny Valencia, I'm all right with that. Um, who else do you have at third base? I have a few more names. Uh, Chris Bryant against Matt Cain. Sure. Uh, had that nice game-winning home run yesterday. Uh, game isn't San Francisco. Not a great place for power. Uh, it's kind of shown he can get out of there if he needs to. Uh, mm-hmm. Plenty of uh, distance on his uh, his home runs this year uh, mm-hmm. when he gets into them. Uh, still looking for that outburst that we saw in uh, spring training, uh, part of the regular season, uh, more of a normal-type power hitter. Mm-hmm. This year, yeah, and uh, you could also go with Nolan Arenado against Mike Fultonevich. Yeah, uh, Arenado's best against lefties uh, really lights them up, but uh, against a guy like Fultonevich should be fine. Yeah, Fultonevich is just plain exploitable. And a couple other guys uh, towards uh, the bargain end of the pool: uh, Jacob Turner against John Lamb. Uh, games at Cincinnati, as I mentioned, good. Nice cheap stack available with the Dodgers, mm-hmm. and then uh, Nick Castellanos against uh, Jared Bieber. Okay, yeah, I'm fine with pretty well all of those. Um, how about at shortstop? Where, where, where are you going there? Um, I had Enrique Hernandez again, okay. but it depends on where he's eligible. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of my favorite sneaky picks. What else do you got? And, and I do like Hernandez as well uh, on. DraftKings, where he's eligible at both positions, I think the options that shortstop make him a little more valuable as a second baseman to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you know, mix and match as needed. Uh, I actually like uh, Jimmy Rollins, too, uh, in that Dodgers stack against John Lamb. Rollins mm-hmm. is hitting well against lefties all season. 
again, great ballpark for power. Uh, he's kind of a guy who hits pop-up home runs almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily going to go far out of the park, but uh, just need uh, the right stadium to help him out yep. sometimes. He should do fine. Yep. Uh, three top-end options, all with decent matchups. Uh, not sure I really want to pay the price for them. Uh, those being Carlos Correa against uh, Ivan Nova, uh, Tulowitzki against Derek Holland, and then Jose Reyes against Mike Fultonevich. Mm-hmm. Uh, all a little pricier than I really want to pay, given some of the alternatives today at shortstop. Uh, yeah. Namely, Xander Bogarts against Jose Quintana. Yeah. Bogarts great against those lefties. Yeah, uh, yes. Good ballpark for him today in uh, Chicago. And then uh, Jung Ho Gung against Brad Hand, yep. another good one. Those are two of my favorites. Good righties on lefties who like to hit lefties that should be yeah. pretty capable. And two lefties that aren't horrible, but certainly aren't very good. So uh, I like both of those. I wish Jungle Kong wasn't going to Miami. It's not a great right. park, but that's okay. He, he'll do fine. Uh, I like that matchup. And then uh, I like both of them. I think the, the boring pick for me, boring but capable, Brad Miller getting Jesse Chavez. You okay with that? Yeah, I am. It's a solid pick. Um, he, he's a little bit of a risk-reward play sometimes. Uh, doesn't do too much uh, in between his hot starts. So uh, there's a low floor and a high ceiling. Yeah, could be okay. Um, anybody else stick out to you? You had most uh, of the ones I liked. The, the last guy I'd look at, uh, Eugenio Suarez against Alex Wood, uh, also in Cincinnati. Okay, yeah, that's righty and lefty. He could do just mm-hmm. fine. Actually, he's up to that. nine home runs on the year and something like 245 plate appearances. That's crazy. That's, yeah, 20 to 25 home run pace. And if, uh, that's why he was doing the minors, too. Yeah, if he has a starting job next year, and it's not clear he will, does he like become a mixed league option on draft day? Oh, yeah, he should be a mixed league option. And he'll probably have a job. I expect the Reds to let uh, Brandon Phillips go. Yeah. Uh, so Suarez, probably second baseman uh, with Cozart playing shortstop. Yeah. It's it's interesting, you know. I in my head before the season, I thought no way, but it's the second year now he's been hitting, so he's capable. Um, I also wrote Elvis Andrews getting Mark Burley. Elvis Andrews mm-hmm. is better against lefties, but even when he's better against lefties, he's far from inspiring. There's no reason <laughs> to really be excited about that. It wouldn't shock me if he had an okay day, but I, you know, whatever. Um, Okay, how about the outfield? I'm going to run down my list real quick. Okay. Um, start with Curtis Granderson getting Jerome Williams. Why not, right? Yeah. yeah. And I would add Jonas Suspedes and yeah. uh, Michael Conforto as well. Yeah. Uh, I had Suspedes. I'm still not pumped about Conforto yet. It's a guy I think that has a good uh, future. I don't know. You'd be okay with playing him today? Yeah, and uh, given his price especially. Uh, yeah. Pretty affordable. Yeah, uh, we like that Met stack. It, it feels reactionary, but it, it's just it's it's good. Um, it's how about, also picking on Williams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who's in that Phillies bullpen that did not get any better overnight? How about uh, Cole Calhoun against Alfredo Simone? Yep, Calhoun's good. Uh, Mike Trout's obviously always a great play, but uh, might be the top play today among mm-hmm. hitters uh, with that matchup against uh, Simone. Yeah, Simone was good last time out, but not in a way that I suddenly believe it or anything. It's, you know, nothing great. Um, how about Michael Brantley getting Willie Peralta? I like that one, too. Uh, Cleveland's a good place for lefty power. Brantley, despite the back injuries, has been playing pretty well to this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, needs frequent breaks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, how about Ryan Braun getting Josh Tomlin? 
Braun's one I like. Uh, Chris Davis also running very hot with the yeah. home runs. And if you're picking on Tomlin, you're looking for home runs. Yeah. And uh, both those guys kind of prefer to hit lefties. But like you said, Tomlin allows the home runs, so it might be just fine. Um, I picked on Fulton Nevich some more. You had uh, <laughs> Ben Paulson, who can be an outfielder depending on your yes. format. Uh, Charlie Blackman and Carlos Gonzalez. I, I wish it were at Coors. That would make it a slam dunk, but... They're very capable, and Mike fulton is just so bad against lefties, and not great against righties, but especially lefties like uh, Blackman and Gonzalez should be fine. Yeah. So go nuts there. I'm okay and with that. one thing to watch out for with Gonzalez, he was lifted last night with a sore knee, so just make sure he's in the lineup. Yeah. I feel like that's always the case with him. Can make sure he's <laughs> okay. Uh, always a little bit dinged up, but if he's in there, it's good. Um, I have Yasiel Puig against John Lamb. And, That's a uh, great one today. Yeah, he'll be he'll be good. Should be in there alongside uh, Enrique. Uh, should be good. Uh, I love Starling Marte against Bread Hand. Um, Starling Marte just always destroys lefties. Should be just fine there. Um, I also have Andrew McCutcheon, of course, a little more obvious. <laughs> but I think like against lefties, they're going to be surprisingly comparable. And Marte's just been, you know, a great player this year. So. Uh, I'd go ahead and and go for that again. Wish it weren't Miami, but um, but I'm I still like both of them just fine in Miami. Um, do you like the line of the shields against Mark Burley at all? I don't mind it. Uh, not one I'd be going out looking for mm-hmm. on this day. I think there's plenty of uh, affordable power picks, and mm-hmm. that's just a it's an easier way of seeing the point. Yeah. Distribution, I'll say. Yeah. Not necessarily uh, actual, more reliable contributions, but it just uh, feels like it. Yeah, it feels like it, and uh, you know, feeling matters a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you could go to Shields. It would be an alternative pick. I don't think you'd be crazy. Um, I also had Jose Bautista getting Derek Holland. That's going to be oh, popular. Yeah. Also, right in there in the heart of that order that has a good chance of scoring some runs in Texas. Um, and Derek Holland could be fine, you know, but gosh, any lefty against Toronto just scares me real bad. Um, <laughs> so I could see him being a big part of that. And then I had, uh, Red Sox, uh, again, Quintana. That means Mookie Betts, Henry Ramirez, and then maybe Ruzne Castillo if you're feeling it. it. You gotta be careful who's in that lineup. Right. That's been so, so busy. But, um, all those right handed guys getting Quintana should do fine, yeah? Yeah, I agree. I had them all down. Uh, Jackie Bradley being another option. Uh, probably the least exciting one. I'm kind of hoping he's out today because yeah. I do like those other three. People keep trying to say he's hot and they're buying, and I'm like, I am not. Like, it's going to take a <laughs> lot for me to all of a sudden decide that Jackie Bradley can contribute in fantasy. And not only has he not shown it until the last couple of weeks, but still doesn't have a everyday job because of that position, you know, what's going on in in Boston. So... I'm not in on Jackie Bradley yet. Um, okay, that's my outfield rundown. Uh, who do you got that I missed? Uh, maybe a couple guys uh, slipping through the cracks, but you got most of them. Uh, J.D. Martinez I like against Jared Weaver. Sure. Especially if you want to go with like a Miguel Cabrera today. And I think uh, pairing them together makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to double up on those points. And then... Uh, can also try Bryce Harper against James Shields. Uh, yeah. Just a pure 
talent versus a guy who uh, sometimes is homer prone, uh, not always. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll see how he does today, but uh, pretty good season for Shield so far. Yeah. Uh, not the most obvious pick. It's and weird. Then, uh, He's like strikeouts have gone up, but his ratios right. have gone up a bit too. Like it is a little weird. It's a weird first year <laughs> in Petco. Part of me wonders if it's almost like a defense type thing. I don't I, know. I suspect it is. Yeah. Uh, trying to pitch around the lack of defense, probably, especially in the outfield. Are. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Who else you got? I like AJ Pollock against Jaime Garcia. Yeah. Uh, mentioned it's kind of a weird matchup. Pollock's extremely hot right now. Yeah. One of the hottest players in the league. And while I don't really buy into the hot hand entirely, uh, there's something to it for DFS. Uh, mm. uh, it's better to get those guys who are running hot than cold. Yeah. Yeah. And I've always felt, and I say this, that that just proves that he's healthy. Right. You know, that cold, I believe in cold streaks a little bit because it can be something like, oh, he's hurt. And <laughs> exactly. The hot streak, I don't buy. Yeah. The hot streak just says, oh, he's not hurt. Uh, at least that to me, and I have buying it into it that that far. Um, anybody else in the outfield? Not really. Uh, I wrote down Scott Van Slake, then afterwards looked at his numbers this year and was a little <laughs> turned off. Right. Uh, he, he's a talented hitter. Uh, it's just uh, he's battled a bunch of injuries this year, hasn't gotten consistent playing time, and I don't think he's in any kind of groove. Yeah. And if they're going to use, you know, Enrique Hernandez and the Seal Puig, you gotta, you really see an option from getting that third spot in the outfield that I'm not a thousand percent convinced he gets that start. So, um, yeah, a little bit down on Vance Lake. Um, anybody else before we get to these pitchers? I think that covers the, the top picks today. There's uh, obviously, there's plenty. always more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but you should be able to, to find who you need in those top ones. Don't have to dig too deep. Um, okay. How about, uh, pitchers? Where, where did he said, uh, plenty of options, a lot of places to go here. Um, I started with James Shields going to Washington. Uh, it's not San Diego, but Washington's just so banged up and underwhelming this year, yeah? Yeah, it's, they're a disappointing team, perhaps the most disappointing team. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, them are the Tigers, I would say. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's a good matchup for him. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Um, only problem is I'm okay with the opposite too. You can get Steven oh, yeah. Strasburg against the Padres. That's going to be popular and be fine. It's looked um, very good since Fertility from the DL, and that matchup's just excellent for him. Padres yeah. not a scary team at all. Yeah. So either side of that matchup, I'm okay with, which honestly kind of makes it a little bit tricky uh, if you're if you're into both. How about a uh, Noah Syndergaard going to Philadelphia? Yep, uh, Saberson likes him the most. I like him plenty. Uh, a little iffy on the road, uh, so far. Um, mm-hmm. Philadelphia, I think, maybe not qualifying as the road that much to me. Uh, certainly will mm-hmm. have a lot of Mets fans there. Yeah. Uh, I'll be receiving plenty of cheers. Uh, in the lineup, obviously, not too scary. They did chase uh, Jake DeGrom very quickly last night, and oh, yeah, caught me weird. off guard. <laughs> yeah. I built I built a lineup around DeGrom, thinking he'd go eight innings easy with you know eight-plus strikeouts, and just knocked out 2.2. Yeah, sometimes it happens. Yep. yep. <laughs> um, one of my favorite sneaky picks, and it's hard to be excited about just lack of strikeouts, but Charlie Morton gets uh, Miami. Not only has he been better lately, but... For him, it's just all about matchups, um, mm-hmm. and he kills righties, and 
the Marlins are especially bad against righties. Uh, you can see a good game forming here for Martin on Tuesday, yeah? Yeah, he can definitely get through this one and uh, get the win against Brad Hand, who mm-hmm. not a good pitcher. Uh, relies on effective wildness, so sometimes can shut down an opponent. I uh, think the Pirates will do just fine, though, and uh, should give Morton a nice lead. Yeah. There's just not a lot of upside there, though, for a guy that just doesn't strike people out. Like, right. Is, had, does Morton have a chance at striking out even, like, 10? No, I 10 almost never happens for him. Yeah. Uh, just very rare. He He's actually a guy who came up yesterday's uh, Daily Grind. Uh, I didn't recommend him as a spot starter. Mm-hmm. And uh, probably could have just because of the likelihood of a win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the reason I stuck away from him is uh, we're looking at like a 4.0 ERA, a 1.2 or 3 whip, uh, not many strikeouts. Uh, you're really just chasing a win with Morton. And, like, I, like I said, I really like him in spot starts. Like yeah. I would start him in my you know regular fantasy leagues. Like He has a good chance of that. But in DFS, I just want the strikeout potential, and I don't feel like it's there, you know? So yeah. uh, he makes sense as a second pitcher on DraftKings, I think. Yeah. Uh, Fanduel, I want someone with a higher ceiling, unless I'm maybe in a cash game format, he might make sense. Mm-hmm. How about uh, Nate Carnes against the Twins? You like that at all? Yes, that's one I like. Uh, good matchup for Carnes. Uh, Twins, obviously, a solid offensive team, but not spectacular. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know that game's at Tropicana, so his uh, fly ball tendency shouldn't burn him too badly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's another one where his upside's limited a little bit, not from lack of strikeouts, but from lack of innings. They don't let him yes, go as deep. Yes, that is the issue. And uh, he's a guy I uh, talk about in today's Daily Grind uh, because of that uh, innings issue. Uh, Saber Sim Projector really likes Carnes today. I'm looking at it now. It has him as the fourth best pitcher. Yeah. And it's projecting 6.2 innings, which mm. uh, just isn't going to happen. Uh, he's pitched seven innings three times this year, four times in his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, never lasted more than seven innings. Uh, projection of 6.2 innings means that, you know, you're looking at a range of five to eight innings or something. Yep. And uh, that's just wrong. So yep. don't expect more than six innings. So we brought him up a bunch of times because the guys that might be able to get him because the D-backs are righty heavy. But would you trust Jaime Garcia in the desert as a pitcher? Uh, trust is a, a tricky one. Uh, yeah. I, I do like him a lot. I think this matchup could go well. I'm afraid of using it myself. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I feel like there's possible regression for him. And not that I think that's going to make him bad. It's just going to make him overpriced. You know, mm-hmm. I could see him, you know, throwing a quality start, but not like a dominant outing like he has been. And that's another guy who just doesn't strike people out. Like the only thing keeping him from being an on fire fantasy ace that everybody's talking about is he doesn't strike people out really. Uh, he's such a ground ball guy, so I think he would be okay there, but I think there's there's a little bit of downside, you know, not going to get the value that you're hoping for, and just not the, the strikeouts, wouldn't you say? Yeah. He, he's a poor man's Dallas Keuchel, who also pitching today. Uh, mm-hmm. That one's at Yankee Stadium. Uh, I don't mind the matchup, yeah. uh, but if you're looking between the two of them, uh, Keuchel's definitely the better pitcher. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, both those guys just have some downsides today. In terms of mm-hmm. not a great park, not a great team to go against, and not the strikeouts to make you, you know, real pumped about it. Um, I almost like on the other side, Robbie Ray gets the Cardinals, and he can strike some guys out. And 
the Cardinals are deceptively troublesome against the lefties yes. uh, in a bad way, uh, right. not <laughs> against lefties. Um, would you like Robbie Ray against St. Louis? Yeah, he's one of the guys that I'm looking at today. Um, something I've kind of noticed is a trend for Ray. Teams are being a little more patient with him, and he's walking more guys as a result. Mm. Uh, his he, he's never had really good command, but when he came out and pitched really well to start with, uh, seemed to have been tied to some aggression against him. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that teams are being patient, uh, better results for the hitters and uh, worse results for him. Yep. So I'm, I'm a little concerned about that aspect because the Cardinals are probably the most patient team in the league. Yeah, could see some control problems show up. And then um, another one of those aces everybody's going to be in on, Jake Arrieta against the Giants. Oh, yeah. Not a great matchup in terms of a team. Like, they, they can hit. They're pretty banged up, though. Yeah, uh, they're banged up. The stadium's obviously a great fit for Arietta. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even at their best, uh, the Giants can hit, but they don't have that you know, dynamic feel that makes you afraid of using an ace like Arietta. Yeah, exactly. Um, so if you want to pay out the notes for it, I don't actually have a problem with that. Feel free to put your eggs in that basket, I feel like, on Tuesday. Um, those are my pitchers. Who'd you have that I missed, that I skipped over? I have one punt that I think you can give some thought to. Uh, it's Josh Tomlin against the Brewers. Uh, game's in Cleveland. Uh, Tomlin is homer prone, as we've talked about. Uh, that's Mm -hmm. your concern with using him. If he's knocking up home runs, he's a pretty good pitcher. Yeah. Uh, if the nice, ball stays uh, in the yard, you're in business. Yeah. Uh, not a high strikeout rate, but not bad. Doesn't walk guys. Uh, right now, he's living on uh, some bat pit block. Uh, he's, he's got like a 2.03 ERA, something like that, with mm-hmm. a 4.58 FIP. So uh, watch out for uh, regression. But at the same time, I think the matchup works well. Uh, just because the Brewers really have a couple guys who are, you know, threats at the plate. Yeah. And, uh, Jonathan Lucroy is not hitting well. Chris Davis isn't reliable against righties. Yeah. Uh, so you're really looking out for Adam Lind and Ryan Braun. Yeah. No, I I could see a world where Josh Tomlin does okay on on Tuesday. Don't love it, but you're not crazy. Yeah, and uh, he's extremely cheap. That's the point. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anybody else for you? Uh, about covers it. Okay, yeah. There's, there's plenty of options, a pitcher and also all the other places. Uh, we ran a little long, but that's what happens when you got a full slate and plenty to pick from. <laughs> uh, Brad, you got anything to plug or anything to talk about before we get out of here? Uh, I think that'll cover it for today. All right. Well, Brad is on Twitter at Baseball A Team. Uh, we get some good feedback and we appreciate that. Like to hear from you guys on Twitter. And uh, I'm on Twitter at HigginsFOS, so feel free to hit us up. We like to hear from you, answer your fantasy questions and whatnot. Um, that should do it for us. We'll be back tomorrow. Good luck with your stacks. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.